and welcome back to season two of the McKee Media Podcast, the podcast that brings business people into the spotlight to share their dreams, passions, and stories of the world. My name is Christian McKee, and today's guest is Logan Hill. Logan, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. You're so welcome. How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. Yeah? Yeah, it's been a good day. Yeah? Um, very hot day in Reading. Very it's hot been, day. It's been good, though. hundred and what, three? Like 130. 130. It's 130. Let's just let's just go. It's 200 degrees here today. (laughs) Practically, it's a record high. Absolutely. It's raising every day. It's raising every day. It's July, so. Yeah. Well, we're here to talk about music production. Yeah. uh, Which is the business that you run. Uh, You produce music for all sorts of labels and and bands, and I'll let you talk about that in a second. Um, But before we get into all that, which I'm sure people are going to love to hear about, I have a very important question to ask you, Logan. Okay. If someone offered you a free elephant, would you take it? A free elephant? A free elephant. Oh my gosh. Like if today That's a great question. someone offered it, like they pulled up in front of your house and they said, yeah. hey, Logan, we have your elephant here for you. Just sign here. Would you Would you take it? Wow. Yeah. It's a tough question. You really worked pretty well on finding a question I would not expect. It's <laughs> <laughs> like the last thing I would have expected you asked me. This is actually what the podcast is all about. Yeah, We're just talking about elephants. Why elephants are... Well, pros and cons of elephants. There, there are pros and cons of elephants, <laughs> for sure. Pro well, is that you're the elephant guy. Yeah. All of a sudden, everyone knows you as, Lo- hey, remember Logan? Oh, yeah, the elephant guy. I love that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you know what? I would probably take it. Just you would, the, okay. The work that they put in yeah. in trying to get that to me. Right. You know, probably yeah. shipping it overseas from India. Yeah, something, something crazy. Something crazy. Right, yeah. Like How, how could I turn that down? How could you, you know? say no? How could I say no to what that? What would you even do with an elephant? Dude, I would have like, I would probably do a fundraiser. A fundraiser. And I would raise money uh-huh. for expenses to take care of the elephant. Wow, yeah, and like I'd a nonprofit. Wanna, yeah, and I'd probably find like a caregiver or somebody. <laughs> yeah. Because I know that like keep keeping an elephant obviously is going to take care of. Right, yeah. You know, Elephant's not going to take care of itself. It's not going to do anything. No, you can't like keep that, in the backyard so. or something. No, you're going to sort of chill in the backyard <laughs> yeah. or your room. Or your room, yep. <laughs> People walk in, they'll be like, hey, not to mention the elephant in the room. <laughs> Would not be good. Triple joke. Yeah, so I'd probably find a caregiver to take care of it. Yeah. That way I could just enjoy the, the pros mm-hmm. of having an elephant. I know, love and it. And do yeah. my thing. And yeah. Say hi once in a while. Just say hi to the elephant. Have just pop rides. out. What would you name? I think that's the most important question here. What would you um, name the elephant? Well, if it was a girl, probably Jasmine. Probably okay. Um, Jasmine the elephant. Yeah. Okay. She feels very suited. Sure. I don't know why, but. It just <laughs> and came if it was a me. boy, you'd name a Harold. Harold's a good name too. Yeah. yeah. That's what I would name mine. Harold's a great name. Harold the elephant. elephant. Yes. Yeah. It's yeah. like a get down on a keychain or something. Harold the elephant. Yeah, it's got that that feeling of strength behind it. You know. Ooh. Strength, yeah. but uh, majestic. Wow. Time. Harold, I strong like and majestic. Yeah. So I, I think that. of when I think of elephants. I love that. It's funny that you asked me that too because <laughs> elephants are my favorite animal. What? Yeah. Are you for real? No, I'm for real. I they literally are. did not know that. That yeah. was a random question I pulled up. Yeah. Are you kidding me? No, they are. What? Yeah. Okay. Why are they your favorite animal? This is what the podcast is now. <laughs> this is what it is. Uh, just for those reasons, like they're super strong and then majestic. Yeah. And majestic. And gentle at the same time. Very important. Yes. It's like, uh, reminds me of what, what the word meek means. What's uh, I've heard someone say once that meek means strength held in reserve. Wow. For the weak. Wow. And I feel like that encapsulates an elephant. Like wow. it has strength, but it's in reserve until yeah. it needs to yeah. show its strength. Wow. So, Well, this just reminded me of this, but my Chinese New Year, 
Um, I think was the elephant. No, it was the bull. I take it back. It wasn't the elephant. I was wrong. <laughs> Never mind. That was a useless piece of trivia that you get to know about me now. I was hey, the bull. Go. Do you know what yours was? I don't actually, not if it's on my head. What's your birth year? We'll look it up right now. <laughs> <laughs> June 29th. June 20th. Oh, no, your birth year. Oh, birth year. Yeah. 1989, sorry. Chinese birth year. Okay. Yeah, this is good. 1989, huh? 1989. Barely made the 80s. Earth snake. Earth snake? What? Yeah. What's an earth snake? I don't know. That's just what came up. Whoa. Oh, just snake. Okay. Yeah. So you're oh. the year of the snake. You're the snake. Yeah. I was really hoping it would be elephant. Yeah, I was that'd be really so hoping trippy. that would be awesome. What's the, what's the? Sorry, this is way more important right now. <laughs> Chinese year of the elephant. We're about yeah, to find this out. Um, uh, Chinese sign of the elephant. Is there not? You think there would be? That would totally be a thing, right? Yeah. Well, it's not coming up on the first page of Google that I searched, so it obviously isn't real. Dang it. Pig, rat, ox, tiger, rabbit, dragon, snake, horse, sheep, monkey, rooster, dog. Well, you learned something. I learned something. Elephants are not part of the Chinese New Year's table. That's very unfortunate. That is unfortunate. Anyway, this is a perfect segue into us talking about business today. (laughs) It's really not, but that's the best I have. So, Logan, (laughs) let's talk about you. Let's talk about your business. Let's talk about your talent, your experience. Um, I want to hear it all. And by hear it all, I mean somehow fit this into the next like 15 minutes of this conversation. So, just tell me first off, uh, what do you do? Talk to me about some of your clients, uh, some of your skills, and uh, just some of your passions. Yeah. So if I had to give myself a title, it would be um, that of a music producer and mix engineer. Okay. So so far I, so good. Yeah. So I produce music for a variety of genres, uh, mm-hmm. primarily in folk, singer songwriter, mm-hmm. uh, a little bit of classical, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I do a lot of engineering and mixing work too, a lot of editing, and mm-hmm. I've gotten in, gotten into. A bit of uh, really fun projects, which we can get into later. Yeah, love to. Um, and yeah, that's that's pretty much it, though. I love all things music, and mm-hmm. and really just like taking a client and then empowering them, you know, to find their voice and I love it, and giving them, uh, you know, a product that they can be proud of to share, and uh, you know, something that they can hear and listen to and want to share of with course. their friends. But hey, look at this amazing song that I yeah had produced for me like right. what are you thinking making so, music with excellence yeah now do you play any instruments yeah so I play guitar I've been playing uh, since I was 16 mm. and then I also play a little ukulele mm. uh, a little bit of piano just to get by for production stuff mm-hmm. and yeah very cool alright so why don't you talk about some of your clients like who do you work for what does that look like do people come to you do you do Facebook posts to boost yourself mm-hmm. um, is it word of mouth what does that look like for you to get clients yeah so in the production world it very much is word of mouth based mm-hmm. which I mean you know that too being videographer it's mm-hmm. a, very, a lot of similarities yep. how long have you been in the production world uh, so I've been in production for uh, four years now for music production. Okay. 
Yeah. You've I've, been playing for longer. Yes, I've been playing music and songwriting for over 10 years. Great. For maybe like 12 years now. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I got into production though like four years ago. So not super long ago. Okay. Actually, it's kind of crazy. Wow. But, uh, but yeah, so I, uh, I got into it. Is that the question you asked me? <laughs> yeah, I'm just curious like who some of your clients are. Oh, clients. What that sure, looks yeah. like. So a lot of my clients come just through word of mouth and they could be, you know, a, a local artist. Mm-hmm. Many times uh, through friends or through a song that I produce, someone will hear about it and they'll say, hey, you should check out this, fr- this guy who mm-hmm. did this thing. Um, so many times I'll just hear about it and, and uh, like, I guess I started primarily in local type stuff. Mm-hmm. And helping with local bands and artists, but then once uh, once I got into it and started getting more momentum, mm-hmm. that turned into more of a remote thing. Where, yeah, yep. Uh, I might you know pick up a client through uh, a website that I'm on called okay. Sound Better. Okay, which Sound is just a, a platform for producers to share their uh, re- really their contact and their portfolio, yeah. so artists can reach out to them and. Very cool. So I've gotten a number of clients through that, yep. all over the world actually, which has Come been on. super fun. Like, yeah. I worked with a Chinese artist once, wow. an artist. Uh, you Did know, you ask Europe. them what their year was? I like what their animal? That. No, I should have Okay, done next that. time you work with someone <laughs> who's Chinese, ask them what their year animal is. Okay, I will. Yeah. But I'll get back to you. I'll and then let me you. know yeah. so that we can just compare notes and find out. I'll yeah. have my people talk to your people. Sounds good. It'll be great. It's <laughs> awesome. Um, yeah. What's what's something cool that you've done? What's something? What's some work that you're really proud of that you look back on and you're like, oh yeah, I'm really like I would do that again, or yeah. I'm so glad I got the opportunity to do that because that looks great. Like, just what are some things that that you really um, are proud of and happy that you got to do because you've been doing this for four years now and you've been getting clients and getting paid and and making a whole thing out of it. So, sure, yeah. So one of the most rewarding things for me, being a music producer, is taking a client who's never done it before, never recorded a song, right? Mm-hmm. And then really just like giving them the confidence to do it, and also giving them a song that, they're, that they love. Totally. I feel like that's just so amazing, because then they come out of that empowered to do it again. Mm-hmm. And I always feel, I've, I've always felt that like, it really is a one step after the other kind of thing mm-hmm. for musicians and artists. Mm-hmm. It's it's a long game. It's a marathon. Right. And so just having having the privilege of like being at the start of that marathon is is super rewarding. I feel like. Yeah. And uh, an example of that would be I was working with this artist named Chantel, who uh, is into like the worship Christian singer songwriter type mm-hmm. genre. And we did a single, uh, I think it was a year ago, and that was her very first song that mm-hmm. she had done, you know, and, and it turned out really great. She loved it. We ended up getting to record at Bethel Music because nice. I had connections there. Mm-hmm. So we got to use like the super nice studio with like top of the line wow. microphones and everything. And great. It was just this like special experience. Yeah. And she had brought a friend in to sing BGVs for her. Cool. It was just like an awesome experience where like they were taking photos and videoing it mm-hmm. is like a special moment. Yeah. You know, and then now she's raising money to do an EP. Wow. Good for her. And going, you know, from a single to that. Yeah. And just going for it. Yeah. Know, as an independent artist. So. That's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. So you coming in and helping people produce their dreams. 
practically. Yeah. And so you work with a lot of people who have this idea already for what they want. They already have the talent, but they just kind of need that extra step to get them the connections and get that everything all put together essentially is what it looks like. Exactly. And sometimes it's more of an abstract idea. Mm -hmm. Like they might have uh, lyrics. Yeah. I worked with a client once who just had lyrics written up for this song idea and Mm -hmm. she asked me to produce a song Mm -hmm. and literally just create and arrange the chords around those lyrics that she gave me. Wow. Um, But I had leeway to kind of play with it and make it the best that it could be. Sure. You know, and um, that was probably the most challenging project I had done just Mm -hmm. because you really aren't given a lot to work with, Mm -hmm. like in terms of direction and vibe, you know, like how do you even figure out where to start? Mm -hmm. But there's also an aspect of that that was super fun, Mm -hmm. you know, because there was so much freedom to make it something entirely like just what you wouldn't expect. Yeah. Uh, So that was really cool as well. It just depends on the project and and where the client's at, how experienced they are. Sure, yeah. Uh, If they are more experienced, then they might know more of what they want. Yeah. and have in arrangements in mind you mm-hmm. know some projects would be kind of more like that where mm-hmm. they might send me the guitar track already right or the piano track you'd be right. like hey can you can you add to this and make it more of a song yeah um, but the arrangement set in the the song is, is all written mm-hmm. uh, but yeah more often than not though I feel like a lot of my clients have been more uh, on the songwriting heavy th- mm-hmm. side of things of mm-hmm. working with them, yeah. which I love. I like uh, songwriting is one of my biggest passions. Cool. And that's something that I've been doing longer than production, obviously. Right. Uh, and so it, it's been super fun, just like helping flesh out a song first before even diving into production, you know. And yeah, yeah. And uh, getting getting to uh, help them shape it, you know, into what it, it can be. Do you have a specific genre that you go for? That you produce for mainly, primarily uh, singer songwriter is pretty common. So okay. a lot of a lot of my influences have been. Uh, I'm sure a lot of listeners listeners have heard of Sleeping at Last. Oh, I freaking you know, love Sleeping uh, at Last. So that's pretty similar. Um, yeah, I John use that for weddings all the time. Oh, nice! It's that's literally the best wedding music. Perfect. Yeah, so ever. true. Yeah. So yeah, they they are uh, pretty similar. Okay to my sound or I should say he he's just one guy yeah 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 yeah. yeah <laughs> I actually I see that now I, I wouldn't have correlated that but now that you say it that totally makes sense yeah it's very cool yeah a lot of like string arrangements mm-hmm. and piano and mm-hmm. beautiful cinematic type sounds yeah uh, another influence John Foreman for sure mm-hmm. from Switchfoot uh, okay, a lot yeah. of his solo type stuff yeah I've looked up to and wow. been super inspired by that's awesome. Um, so I love all that stuff. Organic organic instruments are like my favorite. Yeah. Just like taking something that's raw and uh, something that you have to just track into a microphone. Mm-hmm. You know, super cool. But uh, yeah, yeah, I've been getting into MIDI lately too, just software instruments. And cool. That's been really fun too. That's awesome. I love it, man. So what are some of your goals? Like obviously you're very well versed in all of this. You've been doing this for years, you know what your clients are, you know, what lane you're running in. Um, what's some places that you want to go and and take this? And maybe just some things in mind, like you're like, oh, I want to work for this music label or this band or these yeah. people, or I want to move into this lane. Mm. Love to hear sure. about some of that. Yeah, so if I were to give it like a five-year timeline, mm-hmm. in five years, I would love to be producing and mixing for bands that are on the world stage. Uh, or artists, like individual mm-hmm. artists. 
and that would mean in a groups who are really like at the forefront of the industry. Mm-hmm. I don't have a particular genre mapped out that I I would want to focus on. I feel mm-hmm. like it's just a journey, and yeah. I'm like on that journey and mm-hmm. and stepping through the doors that open while you know trying my best and really working at it. Yeah, which is all you, all you can do, of course. You know, but lately a lot of the the doors have been around um, worship, like the worship side of things. And uh-huh. I recently had the opportunity to edit for Maverick City, yeah. which has been super fun. And mm-hmm. I got to uh, essentially pitched correct a lot of the vocals on their their newest album, nice. the Juneteenth yep. album. And I got connected to that through my internship that I'm currently doing. Yep. Uh, so I'm interning at Bethel Music right now in their studio and specifically for their main mix engineer which has been just such a blast and and, uh, that alone has been just so rewarding Mm -hmm. and has taught me so much like so many just tiny editing things that I never even thought about and and mixing techniques and then also just leading to opportunities like what I mentioned you know right I've been able to work on um, projects that give me you know, awesome credits to like have, of course, you know, have written down somewhere. Yeah. Uh, however that works. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> so that's been exciting and that's, that's leading to more opportunities and, um, starting to like also even get like paid projects through my internship. Come on. And when I accepted it, I, my whole th- idea was like, I'm just going to do this as a typical internship. Right. And, yeah. And just learn as much as I can. Mm-hmm. Start low. Yeah, exactly. And just really try my best. And obviously like expect to work for free right and like and just do all of that which is expected of you like in the music industry right. you know yeah, of course that's how most people get their start right you know interning somewhere and mm-hmm. working a year or even two years not making any money right you know but yeah it's it's been uh really really amazing like being able to not only learn but get like paid projects as yeah. well that i'm able yeah. to like you know just dive into and yeah so it's been great that's awesome man well i'm glad to hear all that and just as we wrap up what sort of nuggets of wisdom tidbits yeah. that if you could just speak to the audience it, yeah. there's obviously people out there who are like yeah i want to do this i want to get into music on a higher level right. i want to understand what it takes to produce to make my music better to make other people's music better to yeah. really step into the industry in a bold way um, what would you have to say to those people? I would say when you're first starting out, do just do free projects. Like when I first started, I started um, producing music for a short film, like a student film, mm. you know, and uh, someone asked me to do the music for it. It was just super random and they heard an album that I, that I did and I hadn't even like produced the album myself. Wow. I was the artist. Oh, you know, okay. I, like you, I just did the song and paid a producer. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To do it, it was still a stretching experience because I had never recorded before. Right. But uh, she came to me and she's like, "Hey, can you like produce this music for my my short film?" And mm-hmm. I had like just gotten Logic on mm-hmm. like a borrowed MacBook Pro. Nice. You know, and early days. Yeah, just like doing what I can, like yeah. on that student budget and mm-hmm. everything. That's and real, bro. I was still like a Bethel student and all that, I think. Yeah. And uh yeah, man. So I just did the free project and yeah. tried my best and I learned. I just said yes before even knowing yeah. how to do it, honestly. And I just trusted 
that I would learn and, and make it work because I love doing it, yeah. you know, and it was my passion. Yeah. And by the end of that project, I realized that I had a project or that I had a, a passion, I mean, that I didn't really know was there. Mm-hmm. I kind of figured I would enjoy it, but by the end of it, I was like, oh man, I love this. I would love to just do this for a living mm-hmm. <laughs> somehow. And so I did that and then that's awesome. So that project led to more stuff and yeah. eventually, yeah, started getting paid stuff. So what I'm hearing is you're you're saying to come in low yeah. to take that that expectation of like, hey, I'm here yeah. to learn. Exactly. But then also just take the prizes you can get, say yes, and then have that expectation that you're going to learn. Yeah. And, and you're always going to do your best. Always do your best above and beyond what yes. what they expect yes and for free if that's what they're asking yep and um yeah just not even thinking about the money aspect just mm. thinking of it as like your university like for right your, for yeah. your passion yeah that's really good um and then not like not pressuring yourself to make it happen at, you know at a certain timetable mm-hmm. like at a certain speed or whatever yep. like really just uh trusting the process is like you know, cliches that sounds, you know, we always say that, like trust the process, but it's so real. Like you have to just, yeah, of course, really, um, really just go after it and, and, you know, say, keep saying yes. Just keep saying yes. Yeah. Cool, bro. Well, before we end, is there anything else that you want to say to the listeners? Uh, yeah, I would just say go for it. And like the only way you can lose is by quitting at someone. Mm something someone said to me once is like mm-hmm. you know it's it's hard to, to get a to find a career many times like in the music industry uh, but the people who don't get it are just those who quit like so it's just a matter of time like wow. if you really want to make it yeah and find a career in production or even like songwriting or mm-hmm. like getting a job at a label or something like mm-hmm. like just don't quit and keep going for it so it's awesome man I love it well thanks for sitting down thanks for sharing your experience in business and music and producing it's all super great content so where can people find you so they can find my personal songs on Spotify they can just type in Logan Hill and I'll pop up cool I also have a YouTube channel Instagram is Logan Hill official and I also post a lot of my production work on there and uh, you know portfolio and stuff like that. Great. Yep. Well, also, man. my website. I should say that. <laughs> yeah. My official website. Where's the website? Just, yeah, loganhillofficial.com. Dot com. Yep. Love it, bro. Yep. Cool. Well, this has been super great. Check out Logan. Make sure to go to him for all of your music producing needs. He will take care of you. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Man. Yeah, bro. Fun. Yeah.